We are back with another episode of We Going In Presents. Tonight we're chopping it up with two of my favorite artists and people, Matter of Fact and EP of the world-renowned Doppelgangers. We talk about their latest project, Dop Hop, my favorite album of the year so far, with Sean Price's Imperious Rex and Agalaw's Agnum Opus in close contention, the Black Cloak lifestyle, succeeding as independent artists, their history, and much more. Also, don't forget to cop the latest books, Understanding the True Meaning, an in-depth look at Cormega's classic album, The True Meaning, written with Cormega, and Words 2, my latest interview compilation featuring first interviews with J. Cole and Big Sean, as well as long-form interviews with Inspector Deck, Large Professor, Riza, and more. All of that is available on Amazon or in the links of this interview on wegoingin.com. So congrats, guys, man. Dop Hop is banging. Love that album. It's one of those projects that I feel you can listen to over and over again and always pick up something new. You know, looking at Dop Hop, just it's been out for a couple months now. What are you, what are your thoughts? How are you guys enjoying the Dop Hop ride so far? Oh, it's been a uh, it's been a smooth it's been a smooth ride. Uh, no, nah, I mean we're we're I mean the thing is like I don't even know if we can say we're enjoying anything from it because we feel like we're just still in it. You know what I mean? Because we got more videos to drop for it. We got tons of content. We got a, uh, we got the vinyl about to come out for it. Um, we got so much stuff that like, we're still in the works for like that. You know, to really promote this album. That like, I can't say that we've really taken it. Like you, in the past, we dropped an album and been like, you know, kind of like, woo, like all right, out. We finished the album. We do what we had to do. It was released. Like we can kind of like, chill out and uh. I mean, we really didn't do that. We just kind of kept working, and so I can't really say I've like taken a chance to step back and like, I don't know, just even acknowledge what's kind of happened. But I I do know that you know we've definitely made some cool strides, some cool stuff has happened for us. Uh, it seems like we've gotten on the radar, you know, some people that we never thought we would have, and like, so yeah, I mean, there's been some cool stuff happening, man. But I, yeah, we look forward to more for sure. Yeah, what's been some of those moments for you guys that's really made you step back and be like? you know, like, this is working? Uh, I'd I, I say, well, I think, I think we get, probably get that feeling the most, when, like, when it comes to just, you know, sharks hitting us up and showing love, because, uh, you know, we get, we get some really heartfelt messages and from uh, from a lot of people, man, and you know, it means a lot to us, man, it's crazy, man, people from, people all over the world, people going through crazy shit, so, it's always it's like you know that that right there that 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 right there is the, is the shark fuel right there no question yeah I mean that I mean the the other thing too with us for this album was like we didn't do we didn't go through any PR agencies we were um we were quiet for a long time so it was a little scary kind of like just solely basing it on our connection with our with our shark you know our shark nation family you know what I mean and like to see how many people were like in tune with what we were doing and. We were also a little scared because we, we had a really long pre-order period because we felt like, you know, we needed to do that in order to really hammer it home. But we also got a little concerned that, you know, maybe it's too long. And, man, everybody was on, on like, they were right there with us, man. It was really bugged out. And everybody was just, like, in tune with what we had going on. Everybody was really uh, active on, on social media. And, like, a couple bugged out things, like when we made the uh, Dr. Dre's Pharmacy playlist, like, I thought it was a glitch, or I thought it was just, like, some fucked up, like, I don't know, I just thought something, like, fucked up. But then we made it twice for two songs off the album. I was like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. And then we had the whole thing with, like, Pharrell liking a tweet from, like, I don't know, I forgot what site it was that posted our album. And, like, it was just kind of bugged out, man, to see kind of, um, 
all this reaction when we we had this is solely based on us like we had we had nobody you know helping us out you know put put out this album and promote it so it's really cool to see definitely and if i'm not mistaken i mean from following your career for you got you guys know a long time um you guys seem to be mostly self-contained throughout your entire career i mean i don't remember you guys using pr very often i think you might have used it um like a couple years ago i think i remember like maybe like michelle maybe yeah. um yeah yeah, yeah 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 we went through audible treats for uh for hark and for peace kid yeah. and yeah. i mean and and don't and don't get me wrong like it, it's a beautiful thing you know what i mean like it gets you some really some great looks uh it just we wanted to really see we wanted to really test what we could do and really see how you know see see where like the real shark nation was at like are people checking for us because you just see us on like a blog or you may have seen us like get a magazine placement or something or you know are really pe- are people really checking for us and it, it's just kind of been crazy because we've gotten our biggest uh responses and like just turnout this album when we had you know it was solely based on us so it was kind of it was it was a cool like affirmation for us really it was nice to see yeah, which is great too. I mean, I think that's a powerful message for other artists to hear too because so much of what the narrative is, if I just get on these blogs, I'm going to blow up. If I just can get this one site to post this one song, I mean, it was like that with Hip Hop Game. You know, I'm going to blow as long as you guys can just post this one song, I'm going to get signed. There's always that idea, and I don't think that idea has gone anywhere. But, you know, what, what I saw as a writer was that's obviously not true, but I think sometimes artists see it better when when artists can do it they see other artists really doing it that organic way and and seeing that you can build a fan base on your own you know by getting out there and touring and you know running unique you know social media accounts and you know doing it the way you guys are doing it yeah i think i think the number one thing that you know we realize and you know just this through trial and error and i guess you could say uh people not coming through is that you can't you can't depend on anybody out here to do anything for you you know it's like you know somebody might not post something when they're supposed to or not you know come through with something they're supposed to come through with and then you know then what you're gonna have like your you know the fate of your career you know in somebody else's hands so like we just realized over the years that you know you can't really rely on anybody that's why we like a lot of people talk about diy and you know, as, as if it's a choice, but like for us, you know, if we didn't do everything, then nothing would get done, you know what I'm saying? So we have to be hands-on and be able to do this and do that, and um, you know, the, there's no better way to be hands-on than to, than to be, like, direct to, you know, to the people who, who got up for you, support you, because you know, like, like I was saying, man, like, you know, it, it's hard to depend on people, man, because everybody has their own thing going on, everybody, everybody's is trying to get a piece of the pie in their in their way, shape or in 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 some way, shape or form. So you know you, you gotta have you gotta be responsible for it. it. Like if you if you like you know if something doesn't go right, I would rather not go right because of us. You know what I mean? So that's just how we kind of our outlook on stuff nowadays. Well, it's been like that for a long time. And, and looking at that too, um, you know, there's so many indie labels out there now. There's so many people who can, you know, put music out through um, you know, different MP3 distributors and, and call themselves a label. You know, I'm sure that you guys have gotten offers from places say, hey, you know, let, let's do a project together. Let's do an album. Um, 
do you, do you guys get hit up for deals and for, you know people saying hey like let me put something out for you guys does, does that happen often for you guys yeah, we, yeah we've, we've gotten nothing nothing huge or like that but we've got we've gotten yeah yeah definitely um gotten approached by people who who are but most of the time it's um you know it's, it's a lot of things that we already do you know what I'm saying so it's it's it wouldn't make sense a lot of these situations because you know somebody putting your music out for you or you know or printing up physical copies or doing this and doing that is like you know if we do it already then it's not really a point you know so right you know if, if there was a situation that was enticing then we would look into it but you know as of as of yet you know it hasn't been that situation right and and why, why pay somebody for something you can do yourselves yeah yeah um have you have you guys ever ever wanted to pursue anything um beyond what you're doing now because it feels like you guys got that formula perfected and it seems like things are going really well for you. Like, so, you know, it, it looks like if, if it's not broken, why fix it? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that we, I mean, the only thing that can sway us and I hate to sound like this, but it's just because like, like Matt said, we pretty much um, do everything. So it's, it's not really about somebody saying what they can do for us because pretty much we know how to do it. Uh, I, I know this may sound, you know, this, this may sound, uh, uh, yeah, I hate to say it, but the, really the only thing that can sway us would be that bag. That's the only thing. Because yeah, if, if, if you break it down, if you break it down, you know, when it comes to, you know, the, the, there are things that, you know, every artist would like to do or some certain things that you would wish you can do and that require, you know, money and power and and somebody who has access and things like that in nature yeah you know, I, I would love to shut down a block and film a, a video you know what i mean like so a lot of it comes down to things that you couldn't do artistically without having bread so and so that would be something that would allow us to like carry out our vision on another level then that that might be something that we would be interested in but you know that that's that's probably about it right and 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 really, from you guys, you guys handle everything, right? From the marketing, promotion, from the the artwork to how you guys distribute the project. I mean, you guys are doing it all yourselves, aren't you? Oh yeah, we're touching it. You're getting our DNA when when you get a package in the mail. When you get a package in the mail, our DNA is on it. No question about it. Oh man, I mean, yeah. And we don't and we don't, and we don't mean fingerprints. We don't mean from fingerprints either. You guys wear gloves. We make sure to, we we make sure to spread our seed on every package, <laughs> and every package that it just gives us like a sense of like right. uh, uh, yeah connection with with everybody. So we like you know we do like to just spread the seed on every single package that shipped out of the grog, of the groggy pack factory. I'll tell you what, man. I'm, I'm gonna send you guys a couple articles on Usher that I've been reading, um, and I'll let you guys you know just you know you know maybe use it. You know, knowledge is power. Uh, knowledge is always power, man. Um, always. Yeah, I, I, Usher might Usher might want to get in on that hustle with you guys. <laughs> but, yo, they, but they, but they, yo, yo, that, but them, them, them chicks is all. Yeah, they're saying they're not. They're Fugazi. They're Fugazi, yo. Yeah. Shark Nation would never turn on you guys like that. Nah, yeah, 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 them, females, them females, uh, Fugazi, man. Usher, yeah. Usher, Usher's playing, playing by the book. Them, them, them females are Fugazi. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey man, if he ever needs a character witness, I'll just slide him this interview and let, let them play this in court for for uh, you know his defense. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I stand I stand with us, man. I stand. I'm 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 on Usher's side, no question. In Usher, we stand. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure I'm sure that's gonna comfort him tonight too. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I I I don't know how I forgot how easily you guys derail interviews. Like it's it's been a minute, so. <laughs> awful, awful. <laughs> nah, man, no, nah, it, it's. It, it, it's it's what makes our interviews unique. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, so you know what's been really cool because you know sometimes my questions can be boring anyway. So you know you guys are helping me out nah. at the end of the day. Um, you know that black cloak lifestyle though really is taking off, man. What's it been like to see, you know, that black cloak lifestyle and and seeing? I'm sure you guys have seen like the cloaks at the shows and you know really like becoming a thing like did you guys intend for it to go as far as it has already and definitely probably going a lot further? Yeah, I mean, I, I know, like, we, we knew that that there was a real story behind it so that, you know, we, we like, we, we knew that it wasn't just some BS that we were talking because, you know, it, it actually has, like, a meaning to it and, it's, it's, you know, it, it touches on just being, uh, you know, just not having to rely on anybody, getting things done by yourself, things of that nature. So, so seeing people embrace it is beautiful because it's just you know I, th- I think it's a good I think it's a good message in this day and age. Like we were saying earlier, man, you can't rely on anybody. Get like we, you know, we can't tell you how many times in 2017 that we're supposed to have a person do something and, we, and it doesn't come through. And it just it just every every, every as the days go by, we just get more and more evidence that that's the case. So, um, so, you know, when we see that, man, we get hyped because, um, you know, we think it's a good thing, man. Like, you know, we think it's a, we think it's a good thing. Cause, um, I think a lot of people share, you know, a lot of people, you know, share the same thoughts because I'm sure everybody's getting fucked over out here, man. In some way, shape or form, you know what I mean? So yeah, man, you gotta do everything you goddamn self out here, man. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, more and more, you know, artists are going that route, but. You know, I, th- I think what's cool about what you guys are doing, I mean, it's it's applicable to, to other aspects of life. You don't have to be, oh yeah, you know, a, a musician or or um, to to really to 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 gain what you guys are saying and, and to to grab that message. Yeah, no question, no question. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's applicable and yeah across the board because um, you know, it's just about um anything that you want to get done, get accomplished. You know, um, I think that uh, sometimes it doesn't take much to do some research and learn about something so you don't have to necessarily rely or pay somebody to do something else. And, yeah, you know, so, you know, it, it, a lot of times it just takes take some research and you could you could learn. We, we got we got we know some people who who have, you know, in the last couple of years decided that they are interested in something and pick it up and and just start doing something next to, you know, they got some cool shit going on. So it's, you know, things, a lot of things could change in the course of like a year's time of just researching and, and going out there and trying it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, how did you guys get the idea for the black cloak, like that symbol for the black cloak to really represent what it represents? I mean, was that a conversation? Was it like an epiphany? How did you guys end up coming you know, coming up with the, with this black cloak for the doppelgangers. Uh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, the whole idea behind it was that um, 
you know, dudes weren't into like um dudes we, we knew that that uh you know, we coming through in uh we're not we're not we knew that we're not trying to come across like in a way that's not how we actually are. You know, so when it comes to gear, when it comes to you know, anything, man, like dude dude dudes dudes use the cloak and like, yo, listen man, it doesn't matter what we have on underneath the cloak. It doesn't matter if we're butt naked underneath the cloak. You know, the cloak is like a, you know, it's, it's like a, I feel like it's the focal point and it could, it could, um, you know, cover you and shield you kind of in a way. So that's what it kind of represented and it, and it, it just grew. It's just a cloak with legs now. It grew its own legs. Now it's just a cloak with nobody in it with just legs running, you know? So, yeah, so it, it, it just, it started out meaning that and it kind of like um, transformed into like, a, you know, it transformed into a movement, you know what I mean? That's that's, that's the best. That's, that's the uh, you know, every rapper has to say the word movement in the interview at least once. At least that, that's why um now like that's like now we get like DMs from people like that like what we're doing. They say, "Yo, I'm really feeling the movement because we should collab." Exactly. So so we can check off the box for the movement, but we still got stuff like coming soon. Like you still got to say that a couple times. Like I got this coming soon. I got this coming soon. This is in the works. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're, we're saying we're saying that for the uh, we're saying that for the end of the interview when we plug the uh, when, we, when we plug, you know, a couple of things. All right, all right. Okay, cool. I, soon. I just want to make sure we do a complete interview here. Oh yeah, it wouldn't be yeah, it wouldn't be complete without that. So. So what do you guys normally wear under the cloak then? I mean, are you guys in, in your formal gear? Are you guys in the PJs? Like, what do you guys rock under the cloak on a, <laughs> on a regular basis? I, I feel like that's something fans need to know. Oh, yeah, it, it varies, but a lot of times it's not. It won't want to be deemed as presentable in uh, public, you know? <laughs> and um, especially, you got to think, like, on tour, you got to think, man. Like, on tour, man, like, you know, your clothes are getting washed up. On a daily basis, you know, like, you know it, it's hard. Sometimes it can be hard to do. Um, you know, you got to get to a laundromat. Sometimes, you know, you, you don't. Sometimes you don't have access to a laundromat. Sometimes you got to thug it out and, and find ways to thug it out. Whatever you got clean. So you know, it, it's the cloak is, is necessary, man. You, sometimes you got to do a show just straight draws and and white beater. You know what I mean? It, it, it gets rugged, you know. So the cloak is is an article of clothing that always stays with us we, we've gotten one stolen before yep. you know it, it's 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 hard out here so like where, where do you get these like like where can where can one cop the official dop cloak uh don't cop yet yeah it's gonna be at the dop shop okay soon well here, here's a coming soon here we're already interjecting the coming soon's already there you go um check but yeah check yeah <laughs> check out the list yeah, it's gonna be the dop shop, man. We're gonna do an official one. Like, there, there's, yeah, we don't really want to speak on it too much, but there's gonna be the official uh, black cloak that will be available through the dop shop that we, a hundred percent, you know, swear by. Like, you know, ours aren't even the most durable, and they they do a great job. We actually found out even the other day that the cloak does a great job of even shielding the sun while we were shooting the video. So there's some benefits in it, but the, the ones that we're working on, shit. I mean, who knows what they'll be able to do? They'll be able to might might might, yeah. might grant you invisibility yeah. te- temporarily. You never know, man. <laughs> yeah, the Dop Shop will have them. www.thedoppelgangers.com if anybody needs to know. But they're not in there right now. But you can get a hat, CDs, vinyl, etc. Hello, shameless plug. <laughs> Check that off the list yep. too. You you have to do that. 
yeah, think man. I think what's next uh, on the next on the list is we need some like random crew like we need a, we need a big josh update at some point but i'm not going to ask about big josh i just want you to work that in there um yeah, yeah, something. yeah like sure. find a way to work in big josh next maybe that that's what we could do um of so, course. so so you got the high quality cloaks coming so what was the first cloak like what was the like was that just like some off brand at michael's i mean like what how did you guys get was it a smock like where did you guys get that first yeah, yeah. The, the first cloak the first cloak the first cloak was from like a trash store the first cloak the first cloak wasn't even a cloak the first cloak was just a drape a, a drape sheet that was the first cloak that we like took pictures with and stuff like that and then someone yeah yeah so and then and then later on We've gotten we've got we've gotten actual cloaks from an unnamed source that we can't disclose. But you know we've gotten actual cloaks that uh, you know they 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 weren't the heaviest, they weren't the the you know the most hard body. So you know they but they but they but they they held up where you know where it counts. You know um, they not not too much rippage. Uh, you know odors don't uh, yeah they wash well. You know things don't stick around on them. So I can't really complain, but yeah, we're looking, you know, as the time goes on, we like to update every once in a while and get something that's a little more hard body, a little durable and can stand the test of time. So, so there's actually like a market for cloaks. Like I never really considered this before, but like there, there's like different levels of quality and different makers and like, like there's a cloak game out there somewhere, like where there, there's different <laughs> companies like that. Does that exist? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because we we uh we shot a video years back at a at the Renaissance a Renaissance Fair, and uh, we walked in there, and you know when we shoot videos with cloaks, we're used to people looking at us crazy, so we put the cloaks on at the Renaissance Fair, and we were shocked to see that we blended in. So <laughs> you know awesome. you got to think about you got to you got to think about you got to think about people who attend Renaissance fairs, mm-hmm. people who. You know, some people who attend different types of meetups and uh, meetups with themes from from medie- medieval themes and things of that nature, and you, you're going to see a cloak or two in that type of you know in, in that type of environment. I bet. I mean, I would assume you probably get some Harry Potter fans. Like, let me let me listen to this. Like, let me see what these guys are talking about. Yeah, I'd say ninety eight percent of the fan base is uh, also in the. Uh, what do you call those things? The Venn diagram is like the shared, the shared part of the Venn diagram is Harry Potter and Doppelganger. Yeah. I would love to see a Venn diagram of, of shark nation and like all the other interests. I think, I think that would, <laughs> that I, think, would be I think, I think, I think it will be a, a lot of, you know, we, the, 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 mo- the most beautiful thing about shark nation is that, you, we see people from all walks of life. And, oh yeah. You know, I really couldn't, I really couldn't like pinpoint a member of Shark Mason. Right. No, it's it's a beautiful thing. I mean, I saw that as you know, I worked on the Cormega book, and I'm talking with the customers and sending these books out, and I'm sending these books across the world. Some people are buying five, six copies, and mm. you know, it's it, what was incredible is you know, similar to what you're seeing is I saw that with Megas fans. It's like, you know seeing that organic fan base it's it's awesome it's like people are coming from all different places and it's like united over that shared love of 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 music and and the messages behind the music and finding meaning whatever whatever they find the meaning in 
it it it's it unite it unites. Yeah, I think that's the. I mean, I think we're so like eclectic and weird that I don't think you. I don't think there's a a, a breed of human that's out there that kind of like falls in line exactly with like what we're about. So it's more like we have certain things about us that might resonate with somebody and they might be in things that have, you know, you would never expect them to like our music, but maybe there's one thing about us that kind of resonates. And I think that's helped kind of create this really interesting uh, group of people that has become shark nation, because if you, you don't look at somebody and say, Oh, that's that I could tell this person would like doppelgangers, you know, it, the, the way the crowds look, the, the age range, uh, just everything. Like, I don't think you could just say, hey, this is what uh, a doppelganger's fan looks like. And I think it's because we're so weird, but I think we also have certain, I don't know, there's just certain qualities about us, I think. And just, uh, I think we're just very open and very, um, I think I think people could tell that we're genuine, you know, and we, and we genuinely, like, care about them. And I think that's a universal trait. So, I don't necessarily think um, you have to be like a specific type of person to, to like our music or kind of be into the messages that we kind of put out. So I think it's definitely helped create a, a nice, uh, just interesting form of uh, amalgamation of people, man. It's, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, no, I would, I would totally agree. And, you know, I'd like to consider myself a card carrying member of Shark Nation. Um, <laughs> I, I, I could... I can't, I can't do an interview. You know, I can't do an interview without shouting out Fab Nickel. Um, you know, that, that's another checkbox. We can, we can, we can just get out of the way. You know, um, the doppelgangers before the doppelgangers. You know, the appreciation for strong ankles definitely continues. You know, you guys touched on it with Peace Kid, but now we got a whole song dedicated. Uh, you know, with the title, um, the the appreciation seems to be growing. If if we can look at you know first it's a reference now we got a song title i mean one can only assume yeah. the trajectory is an, is a strong ankle album you know um possibly in the <laughs> yeah, future totally i don't know dedicated. well album and or like calendar too there you calendar go. Or, or maybe uh maybe a visual album right 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 like every 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 song gets a video <laughs> the calendar is just the ankles nothing else yep 12 songs 12 months it all yeah it'll all work 24, 24 ankles, ankles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i mean we just try to show love man like we, we were saying i think we tried to clear it up on twitter not too long ago too is that you don't have to be like a big mama to have uh strong ankles and we're not opposed to slender women either so we want to definitely put that out there we appreciate we like like us. yeah we like we're like us man we appreciate women of all shapes and sizes um, we just sometimes feel that, you know, you know, people don't get the certain uh, just admiration that they deserve. And um, and our our biggest thing about Strong Ankles is just having a sturdy base. And and it's almost like it's be, it's beyond just body types. We're talking about like this, this. This is almost like referencing just like how you live your life, you know, being, uh, you know, having a solid foundation foundation. So it, it's much deeper than ankles. You know, it starts at ankles and, and it's the. That's the beginning point, but it, it's deep, man. It's like the black cloak, man. It has many layers to it. Yeah, it's deep. connected from the ankle to the heart, you know? Right. right. Well, and, and honestly, I mean, you look at something like, you know, what Kendrick Lamar said over the uh, over the summer on Damn, you know, um, about stretch marks. Like, you know, hip-hop has not always been the most progressive, um, body-positive spot, 
you know, in general, in society. And it's, it's cool to see that shift. Um, and I, I mean, you guys were, you guys were talking about that. You guys have talked about that forever, but it, I think that shift is also happening more in the, in some of the more mainstream music as well. And as you guys become more mainstream, I mean, do you see more artists becoming more open-minded and, and not being stuck in the same tropes and the cliches that have always existed? Or do you think that's always going to exist in, you know, showing appreciation for women who don't look like video models is always going to be kind of on the outside? I think I think it's getting I think it's changing by the yeah. day, man. Like I can I can I can see it just in you know just a lot of things, man. Like I think people are way more open minded than I mean, yeah. You know, yesterday yesteryear, you know, people were acting like acting like uh, they were the Terminator out here. Everybody everybody only takes down the baddest. Right. This time, no, nobody eats the box. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was some it was some it was some it was some ridiculous. I, I'm, this is the thing. This is how this is how you know how beautiful things how things have changed for the better. Yeah. I love now that rappers talk about eating box. <laughs> rappers talk about kind of lingus right now. You know what I mean? I remember a time when that was like shameful for a rapper to talk about. So that that right there goes to show you that dudes now have more love for for a female's a female's needs or uh, you know requests or something like that. You know, an, an act an act that is primarily for the for the female you know yesteryear in rap no kind of lingus 2017 kind of lingus rapped about all the time so that right there just shows how far we've come you know all you have to do is look at the at, at the genitalia to know how far we've come yeah <laughs> my my thing my thing with like hip-hop um it, it's it's a small qualm because like matt said we i mean de- like you know just human beings in general have definitely come a long way with our acceptance of um the fact that people come in all different shapes and sizes. But my one qualm, I, I would say, is that dudes want chicks with a bigger behind. You know, they want them busting out the seams, and yet they want them to look airbrushed. You're not going to have bigger uh, assets, in quotations, without having... That's going to come with stretch marks. You can't, you can't expect somebody to have these type of features and it to not come with some sort of stretch marks or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh... So it's just like you have to be able to appreciate that too. It comes with the territory. You can't you can't expect nobody's busting out the seams without without stretch marks. You're asking too much of yeah. uh, you're asking too much of uh, females. You know what I mean? That's what's the bottom line. You know, you're asking everybody to be some like sculpture out here and shit like that. And, you know, hey, 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 no, these dudes ain't looking dudes ain't looking like sculptures out here. Yeah, dudes, yeah. dudes got <laughs> dudes got lean lean guts. Dudes out here got lean guts and shit like that. <laughs> talking about a woman should look a woman should look a certain way. So it's like you know you know you know how it is, man. You know people pe- people uh but now nah, we've seen progress and I think it's just gonna keep getting better. How you know what I mean? Like and uh, I, th- I th- yeah I think it's gonna keep getting better and I think that uh you know uh, I think that um yeah a lot of a lot of uh things that rap was known for have definitely gone out the window to to and for and for the better too in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's refreshing now to hear music too, without the rampant homophobia that existed. You know, I know <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's still there, and, and it's still there's still a lot, a lot of a lot, a long way to go to to uh, you know, really get rid of it. But you know, at this point, I mean, I think if if someone were to research lyrics, I think you could definitely see that it's that it's gone down. Not that it's perfect, but that it's gone down. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the the I think we speak. I think we can speak for a lot of artists, especially that are in our like kind of age range and stuff. Um, it was popular, and and it was really empty gestures. They didn't they didn't mean anything actually homophobic, but you know, it was it was quite popular to use certain words back in the day to, just to mean something was just not cool or whack or whatever. Like, you know, there was alternatives that, you know, should not have been used, but I don't think anybody really meant it. I'm sure people all the time, you know, people that were using them all the time, I'm sure had family members that may have been gay. I'm sure they've known somebody. Uh, I mean, shit, they, they could have been gay themselves. So I don't think dudes really meant it when they were using it. But I am happy that, you know, it's not just thrown around as the, the uh, Matt and I were actually discussing it the other day. The one uh, part of hip hop where it hasn't died down is in the battling world. These yes. dudes dropped the F-bomb like crazy. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't truly I think believe it. Yeah, I, I think it's a generational thing. Yeah. I think I think I think a little bit older crowd, they still associate like that. It's like a diss, like, right. oh, saying somebody is this, somebody is that. And then, but uh, the younger crowd use that as defensive, so it's kind of like a, it's like a generation gap when it comes to that. Yeah. But like, but like, yeah, I think yeah, like you were saying, like a lot of these, a lot of terms, like people used to say, like that's gay, meaning like that's whack. Like that was like a, that was like what people used to say for the longest time. And then you know, it, it, that no question has, I, I I don't hear that anymore. Like I I don't hear people saying that anymore. Yeah. So I, I feel like a lot of that kind of like using that as like slang meaning like whack or somebody's whack or somebody I feel like that shit is definitely uh on his like life support. I don't really I don't I don't really hear shit like that anymore. No, I know what you mean. If someone says that now it's like you give them the side eye like 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 you serious? Right. Like what what, what you, I hear you right? <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like, you know, things things come things come in and out of style and it takes, you know, it might take some, some time but you know, it's, it's just how it is, man. So cer- certain times things are acceptable, and you know, as time goes on, you know what I mean. People start to realize that, like, yo, somebody, somebody could take offense to this, right. and uh, I think that people start becoming more mindful of who they might offend. Right. And social media really has done a great job of like making people more aware too. I think, I think this era of social media, like, you can say what you want about it. People um, on their phones, twenty four seven. You know, it has its cons, I guess, but. um as far as like raising awareness for things and, and kind of just making people privy to certain subjects, I think it's done a, a, a hell of a job. So I, I think it's helped, man. Uh, definitely. 2017 and, and out and on and onward, I think we can expect, I'm sure, a lot more progress due to this social media era yeah. we live in. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think a lot of things, man. That, like, bullying, like, a lot of things that are just becoming a lot of things that might have been looked at as, like, cool, like, you know, yesteryear, right. just, just, that's just looked upon as just, as weak nowadays. It's like, you know, being a neighborhood bully, like, you know, nowadays you're liable to get shot at by a dude wearing, you know, a dude where, the dude, the dude like, dude who's going to, who's going to shoot you nowadays is not going to be some, you know, brolic jean, Tim boot dude with, <laughs> with, uh, with 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 a with a bald head. Ving Rhames. Yeah, yeah, that that that's out the window. You, you know what I mean? So, you know, dude. The bottom line is that dudes who have a problem. I mean, which I don't understand, but people who got a problem with people with fashion and stuff like that, and how people dress and equating that with being soft. Like that's the dude who's gonna shoot you right now. You get shot by a dude with a pompadour and a side part. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're gonna get it. so. 
So every, so things have changed now. Like there's, there's no big tough guy no more. You know what I mean? Like that's all that stuff is out the window now. Dudes, dudes is MMA trained in 2017. You got a dude that's a that's a, a welter, a featherweight out here that'll wash up a dude that weighs 200 pounds out here. The out of shape, weed smoking dude that weighs 200 pounds out here. So things things have changed, man. A lot a lot of, a lot of this stuff too was just you know a lot of this stuff was people hiding behind the image, like the tough or the you know. They they they're doing this, they're doing that, like trying to like a, a lot of people are hiding behind the image, and I think that like as time goes on, everybody's getting exposed. So it's like you know you can't you can't rely on things you used to be able to rely on now. Yeah, you know, and I think what, what I what always drew me into your music, um, and I'll I'll do another plug right because gotta check off these boxes since like what two thousand six. All right, check. Um, check. Yeah. <laughs> got yeah. got to make sure we get that. Um, is that you guys have huge self-awareness of of yourselves but that you also are are not afraid to show who you guys really are i mean you you guys have a subtle at times sarcastic um perverse sense of humor um very witty um and and you guys you guys show that you're not afraid to um to really be yourselves on records like you guys will wear cloaks in videos um before before the cloaks became your thing, you guys you guys were, you know, took that risk. Um, I've always appreciated oh, that about was- you guys, um, and always had a lot of respect because seeing so many artists over the years and seeing how so many conform and how many mixtape covers look the same, you know, um, everybody's freestyling over the same uh, the same beat, everybody's following kind of the same formula. You guys have both in your music and on the business side, really done things the way you guys just want to do it. Um, part of that really is that humor. And I, and I, and I love the humor. Um, I, it, I, I always hear different things when I, when I hear your music. Um, but I'm curious, like, how do you guys see humor in your music and, and, and incorporating it um, and its use? Uh, I feel like for us, like, um, for one, we like to we we like to try our best to document, you know, like what we do when we're just when we're just casually kicking it, you know, as a, like with Big Josh, or us or everybody. And a lot of times, a lot of things, are, a lot of cool things are said. A lot of you know things that can be expanded upon are said. So we like to just keep it, you know. We we like to use the music as you know a vessel for just kind of documenting like who we are and what we and how we act and how we joke how we talk you know slang we use and all that type of stuff so so yeah we we, we you know we always we always we're always down to get a good laugh you know no question so and um so you know a lot of the things you hear on the songs are things that that we you know are saying amongst each other and you know we feel like yo use that use that use that you know, we got it. We got it. The world needs to hear this. Yeah, and not to mention too, I feel like humor is kind of like the uh, it's like the ice cream that you put the pill in. You know, to kind of hide the fact that you're slipping in some something that you know is important. But you know, you don't want to be the guys that are preachy. You don't want to be the guys that are coming off too strong. So you know, a nice light-hearted approach for us to still kind of get our views out there or maybe just how we feel about something you know we find that humor is probably like the perfect you know vessel for us to do that so yeah we like we like to we like to 
you know, use it, you know, because, um, you know, we're not, we're not, uh, we, we never, we never, we never been like jokey rappers or like, you know, we about to just make like a comedy album right, or some right. shit like that, you know what I'm saying? So that, that's never been our thing. So, you know, we like to just use, you know, we like to use humor in a, in a way that, you know, meshes well with other things or other topics that we're talking about. Right. I mean, and we're idiots too. I mean, we just, we just like, we just like to be dumbasses. Too, so we like to laugh. <laughs> but, we, but we find that you know, there's a thin line between humor and yeah, you know, humor and freaking just and real shit. Just, yeah, just you know, more somber topics. So, mm-hmm. so you know, it, it all kind of works together because you know, like a lot of times when you're joking, it could be because something crazy, some fucked up shit just happened. You know what I mean? You can say like, yo. Yo, sorry, shit, crazy out here. Coping you know, dudes might crack a joke in in a serious time. You know, what I mean, that's the type of people we are. So, so it all it all works out. You know, I think I think it's uh, like you said, man. We're not we're not out here like on some comedy album type shit. You know, so you know we like to use it in a way that works well with the overall you know theme. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally get it. And I mean, there's different styles of humor in hip hop. You know, I look at you know what what Prince Paul does. Is totally different from what J Zone does, but you look at someone like, like Poison Pen even like, and he can have um, some of the most violent, in-your-face type Brooklyn anthem, but there's a lot of humor mixed into those lyrics. Um, Immortal Technique can be really funny at times, you know. Graf, um, Lloyd Banks, like sometimes they're funny, and some some artists don't even know when they're being funny, so. There's yeah, there's yeah, different like... there's definitely different layers to the humor and um I think you guys have struck a nice balance between um you know showing that you can be funny but it doesn't it doesn't overpower everything else going on. Right. right. No, nah, I definitely really appreciate that. Um you know, speaking of of that too like something else that's that's really fun to listen to is the word choice, you know. Um I mean, you guys, you guys use words like clandestine. Like, where do you guys, you know, <laughs> like, and, and I could pull out a bunch more, um, too. Like, like, that's just one example. There's, there's a million. Um, where does that come from? I mean, I know you guys don't just have the sources laying around, like, let me think of something. I mean, I, this, it, the way it sounds to me, it sounds very natural. And, you know, talk about that. Talk about word choice when you guys are, are making your songs and, and writing and, why you don't, why why you'll use words that the majority of artists don't use? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think for us, man, we we definitely strive on interaction for one. So, so uh, we happen to know a lot of interesting people, older, younger, and everything in between. And um, I might hear a word, or I might hear a phrase, or I might hear, you know, <laughs> just some weird shit said by somebody. And, you know, I'm always writing stuff down, always writing stuff down. And, um, you know, just like we were saying before, like, you know, seeing how this can be incorporated into something that I'm trying to uh, portray, you know. So, you know, oftentimes I might I might hear something and uh, and it sticks, you know. So if 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 I hear a, a word that I just like, you know, it may be a word that I've known. Well, you know, I've known the word, but I just don't hear it often. And it's like, you know, so it's, it's you know, I, I, love, I love, yeah, interaction is probably like one of the main sources, you know, just because you, you hear, especially when like talking to like older people, man, you hear some some of the illest, like, 
ideas sparking things coming out of like older older people's mouths, man. So I like interacting with like a I like interacting with like a seventy five year old man on a bench, you know what I mean? <laughs> and 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 that actually used to be something you did for a living, right? The older man, uh, older people. Well, I know I, I worked in a in a mental health facility. Yeah. Um, there was an older demographic for sure. Um, I know I know that helped me with a lot of like um, inspiring me with a lot of like uh, drug references and and, and and the medical world and stuff like that. Um, but like we, the, the funny thing about us is like I think just we're kind of we've always been sponges and always been into like language and whether or not we use it or not. Uh, sometimes, you know, you may be writing, you just may be writing, you know, or getting, getting a verse started, let's say, and, and you use a word and then there's like weird word association with what may rhyme with it. And you start thinking, you know, some words just like, I know for me, when I'm writing, sometimes words just will come to me that rhyme with something. And it's like, you know, a word that I haven't really used, but I'm kind of familiar with it. And then it kind of almost makes me get more well-versed on it. Or like Matt said, you speak to somebody and they say something and that sparks something so words for us are really like we get real giddy over it. like we hear a word or a phrase or a, a saying or something like that and dudes will just get super hyped because we want to be the first to use it you know everybody else you know kind of has maybe a, a, not say everybody else but you know a majority of people there's a it seems to be like a selective amount of words that I think artists want to use yeah and especially associated with a rap you know when it comes to subject matter and things like that I think it kind of limit you but if you start broadening your horizons you'll realize you can you can go sick with words like you can really and it's not to be on some nerdy stuff our, our thing is never to be like sound like the scientific metaphysical like that our shit is not like that but we want to kind of show off with just just rare stuff stuff that you don't hear often so and i think it gives the music a really nice replay value at the same time i mean is that something that you guys want your music i mean obviously everyone are say i want my fans to listen to music more than once but is that like something that's conscious <laughs> as you guys are like making music is that you like like they shouldn't be able to digest everything in in one take like it it should be something that you can go back to and hear something that you missed the first time the second time i mean is that something that's like conscious on your minds as you guys are are creating this music yeah i think we, we, we like to i think that we like to um listen to you know the stuff that we lay down and and uh we like to listen to it from a perspective of you know what if he lays something down that, that i never heard that i never heard before and i'm listening to it you know i'm i'm probably gonna listen to it a bunch of times and say yo you said this that, and that right there so so we, we like to, we, we know that, you know, that if we're getting that type of, um, you know, urge, then, you know, we're we're thinking in our mind that, yo, we can see other people feeling the same way when they hear it, you know? So oftentimes, you know, when we're bumping stuff, we're, we're, we're putting out stuff that we like to listen to a, a shit ton of times and that we enjoy listening to. And, you know, we're, we're catching on to shit that we, that each of us says. So I might catch on to something that he said after the fact. So you know, we, we like to we like to think that you know what, man. I, I think that this is the this is the vibe that a first time listener is going to get because that's what we got. Right. And and I'm curious too. You know, um, as far as the sound goes, you guys have always had a very consistent sound. Um, you know, I I know 
some fans are more simplified. Oh, it sounds like, you know, some golden era boom bap. I mean, do fans still say that? A, a, a fan said it best, and uh, I think it was I think it was I think it was Hamburg, Germany, right? So we we, we did the show, we did a show there. We having a good time, you know what I mean? We, we'd be chilling with we're chilling with uh, some Shark Nation, and a person you know happened to come up to us, and he told us that you know he told us like, yeah, I'm a huge fan, and he said that people that he shows he he is showing other people in his circle. And people are asking him. He was like, people ask me, what do who who do the doppelgangers sound like? And then he said, doppelgangers sound like doppelgangers. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> so he told he told them he told us that <laughs> what he was saying to people in his circle is that we sound like us. And I think that and I was like, yo, that's deep, man. I was like, yo, I was I was uh I was uh, hyped to hear that because um you know it's 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 cool to be associated with like uh you know your own your own sound you know what i mean because uh you know we 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 like to do what comes naturally to us you know we we never seek out to put out a you know uh oh this this is we're gonna put out a song that sounds like this you know we just like we just like we just like to get lost in what we're doing and and make some shit that we enjoy listening to the sounds we like you know and uh yeah, I think that dude said it best because you know it's not it's not um nothing wrong with it. You know, certain people have kind of like a pocket that they stick to. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's different. For us, you know, we that's never been our thing. You know, like we just like to just go with what we like, and you know that could be country folk one day, and it could be uh it could be uh you know uh, polka the next. You know? Right, and. uh I'm going to break a little more protocol here because usually the interviewer doesn't get to shout out people. Usually it's just the artists. So I'm going to shout out JP. You guys know JP. You've known him for years. Hell yeah. Um, another loyal card-carrying member of Shark Nation right there. We were talking <laughs> when Dop Hop dropped. Shout out to JP. And we're talking. It's like, man, he just keeps getting better Like on the beats. Like like the beats just keep getting better. Like, um, And that's something we're like, like, what is he doing? So... Now that we got you on the phone here, like let's ask you, man. You know, like what what are you doing with the beats to and as a producer to keep progressing that doppelganger sound? Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's us, it's it's us as a collective, man. I mean, you know, I may start a beat, but I mean, Matt is is the the visionary for like you know the direction and stuff like that. So it's just us kind of just saying, I mean, taking in all the every day, like essentially what we do with lyrics, beats. We we're just taking it. We just taking information every day. That's what we do, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. We're we're taking in information. So, if you're not being open to taking in new things and being influenced and wanting to expand your horizons and, and wanting to, you know, mess with different sounds or and that's the other thing too is like I think sometimes maybe people feel that, you know, our first impressions maybe from our first bodies of works, uh, like that's the true that's like us being true to ourselves or something like that it is in in one in one respect they're absolutely right because i'm not saying it's, it's not of course it is like that's exactly who we are but that's also us at that moment and the other thing too is that when we were first making music we were more susceptible to the idea of like what it is to make a rap song as opposed to what it is to make a doppelganger song because we were always listening to different types of music um, always being influenced by other, you know, hearing what other people were interested in, and and whether we, whether or not, if you know, if we like a whole song, 
Maybe we liked a certain part of it. Maybe we liked the breakdown of how some country song broke down, you know, right at the bridge, or we liked a certain element that a pop song used. So at, at those times, we were a, a lot more conservative. We were more like, well, you we can't really do that. That's not really hip-hop. But the beauty of hip-hop is that it samples genres from all over the world and, and from different time periods. And the whole point of hip-hop is that it's supposed to be rebellious. So I think as we've gotten older, we realized that we got to do exactly what we want to do. If you, if you feel like, yo, this, this, uh, this you know, standard hip-hop soul sample with your standard drums could use a, a, a weird banjo riff, then you should do it. You shouldn't say, no, that doesn't fall in line with what hip-hop is. No, that's exactly what hip-hop is, is taking different shit and putting it together. So I think as we've gotten older, we just realized that there's really no boundaries. And we just started implementing different things, things that we like. This is not, this is not to, if you think this is to appease or like to make like, uh, <laughs> to have like a hit record, I, we can show you our bank accounts. We can show you our streams. We don't have hits, my dude. So, you know, none of this is like to sell out or whatever. This is us being true to ourselves. So, I mean, it's just about expansion, man. You always want to get better. Every year you got to get better. You got to learn how to make your mixes better. You got to learn how to uh, use the, the tools that you're using better. You got to learn how to lay down your vocals better. You got to learn how to whatever, write better. I mean, just everything needs to improve. That's our biggest thing. So if we're not improving, if dudes weren't saying we're improving, like we're happy you guys noticed that it seems like there's an improvement, then, you know, that's that's not a good look for us, you know? So we need to be improving. So we're, we're happy to hear that it's, I guess, hopefully apparent with a lot of people that we've stepped up everything from, you know, production to lyrics to whatever. It seems like you guys definitely got more experimental on Beats for Brothels Volume 3 and a half. You know, did you guys feel like that was a spot where you could take more risks and try some different things? I mean, Beats for Brothels series has always been an outlet for us to really just bug out. I mean, our biggest thing is just we want to show our versatility. Like, we don't want to, we don't want, we don't, like, the things we love about, like, a Kanye West, about how you don't know what the hell his next album is going to sound like, that's the same type of shit that we want to provide for Shark Nation. Like, we don't ever want you to be able to say, yep, I mean, it's the same album again. I already know what's going to happen. Yep, I'm going to get the same joints. Uh, we can't have that, man. That's not what we like from artists. We want to see progression. We want to see different stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the stuff, the stuff you like, the stuff you like from us will be there. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, you know, there's certain things that are apparent on every Dop song, but that, but that's not, that's not, um, that's not the sound per se or the right. lyrics so per se. It, it might just be, you know, it's it's the the style of how we do things, you know. But other than that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're not we're not into recreating the same shit over and over again, you know, because you know what 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 fun is that as a as a listener. Or as a creator. So, got to ask you guys, you know, what, you, what you've been listening to. You know, um, Little B's Black Ken just dropped. I'm assuming that's in rotation. But, you know, what's what's been, what have you guys been playing lately? And then we'll get to the obligatory shout-outs and product placement spots. <laughs> uh, for me, definitely, yeah, definitely got Black Ken. Um, but i also been... Uh, getting myself more well-versed on, like, Brand Nubian. I, I never had any of their albums before. Like, I think I may have had one of them, but I got, you know, I, re I recently became an Apple Music uh, user. So um, I've been just, man, getting everything. I've been on Brand Nubian, man. And that's some, uh, some Devin the Dude. We were oh, yeah, we were bumping a lot of Devin the Dude, too. 
Just, just, yeah, we, it, it's too hard to like. I mean, dudes are in the mood for something different every day, man. So um, it's just whatever we can get our hands on. Yeah, no, all, all, all great, you know, for all different reasons too, but but all quality, man, you know. So let's get to those product placements. You know, what do you, what do you need to drop? What do you need people to <laughs> uh, to buy to click on? Um, Big Josh, you know, hope he's been doing well. Much respect to him. Josh is doing great. Man. He's doing good, man. And you're gonna see him really soon, man. We have a, uh, you know, we, we uh, every which way video, you know, that's uh, coming really. That's on Monday. That's, that's coming, dropping on Monday. So, you know, so that's gonna be out. Um, and uh, we we need yeah. The n- number one thing, you know, is um, you know, everybody to uh, keep keep uh, you know. Keep up with your boys, man, because uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming out, man. YouTube, you know, subscribe to the channel. We're gonna be dropping a lot of cool stuff on there, and um, yeah, just yeah, Shark Nation, man. You know, we just want everybody to be um, like, want everybody to uh, you know, just just to know that uh, you know, we ain't we ain't taking uh, any type of uh breaks out here doing anything like that. Be be ready, cause uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff coming your way. Make sure you cop a uh. Make sure you cop a Groggy Pack snap on um on the dot store, you know, the dot shop. And uh yeah, we're looking into um, you know, looking into getting on the road soon and uh always working on music. So uh, yeah, man. Number one thing to anybody listening is to uh yeah, 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 keep uh keep your eyes wide open. Never know what might happen or what might drop, you know. Oh, that's right. 